Hello. Mark, I'm, I'm Charlie. Paige ordered my ride. Paige, okay, so. great. Only you? Just me. And no luggage? Just uh, just this bag. Just the one all. bag? Yeah. All right, that's easy. Traveling light, it was four days. It was Italian. coming from Minnesota, so I you, you pack light in Florida. Oh, guys do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have seen girls like with suitcases <laughs> full for just a couple of days. Right, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a one outfit a day type of guy. One swimsuit, keep it pretty simple. So what was your name again? Charlie, Charlie. Charlie, okay. So Charlie, do I have your permission to record our ride for my YouTube channel? Uh, yeah, for sure. That's no problem? Not at all. All right, great. Then here's my card. Cool. That is where you can find your video. Fascinating. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, well, it's just like, it's like a, I'm just trying it out, see what happens, basically. What all, of, yeah. yeah, what what have you kind of, what have you stumbled on? stumbled well, upon so far so so far um well, i've been doing this for two months um i have a hundred subscribers so it's really hard to get people liking this kind of content mm -hmm. i think that everybody's in TikTok and like youtube shorts and they're like they're kind of like fast action and they want to see spectacular things and all right. of that stuff right but this is just conversation with people and um yeah, it does not have any traction yet. So, doesn't mean that it can't come. They say like you have to like give it a, like a 10 month try, more or less. That makes sense. To see if it starts building. And once it starts building, once you find your niche, then it should like start really growing and then, you know, you sh should be able to monetize it. Yeah. Uh, Man, eventually awesome. a little bit. I mean, just a little pay on top of the Uber that will be nice, right? Right, right. But I don't have any illusions that we're gonna be the next Mr. Beast or anything like that. Well, yeah, well, you never know. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of a cool. Uh, it's almost like a what, like a spontaneous podcast, right? Like that's basically what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's different. Uh, every conversation is different. Although I'm sure that my subscribers are sick of me telling where I'm from because everybody asks well where are you from oh yeah, yeah right because, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> because I will ask you where you from well I know already Minnesota yep something there and then often they, they'll go back like okay so where are you from well the Netherlands and then this and then that and so yeah. they, they know my story better than any other <laughs> but I try to like go through that fast and then still focus on the but I'm actually like sort of nice rea I like your reaction like that you go like oh that's curious like that's interesting and then you ask like um, what I've discovered so far well yeah I mean it is a it, it, I'm, I'm sure people have brought up like cash cap right the like, yeah okay so that's that that's that's action-packed right that's right, like right. money and, and it's edited and it's yeah like, exactly yeah there's questions and so I was yeah it's always curious like what uh but you yours is more casual conversation yeah and then focus on the on the on the passenger actually talking about cash cap i've been thinking like what i because i really don't need the money that bad mm -hmm. it was nice but you know it's gonna be like a couple of hundred bucks a month or so so it's not gonna make me rich or so but i thought like sometimes you have these really poor people in the car yep and maybe I could like donate the YouTube money to those people. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure like how or what kind of formula. Because then once then it becomes sort of a Mr. Beast. What you do is you take the profits from your channel or the proceedings and you give it away to your riders. Then you know you're starting to give money away. That becomes popular. Right. Then right. you make more money. Then you give more money away. Right. It becomes more popular. You've mentioned Mr. Beast so, a couple times. I, I think I've, that rings a slight bell, but I don't. I'm not familiar with it. Is that YouTube or is that a podcast? That's YouTube. Okay. What and, is it exactly? What's the, and so what he does is like he has focused on like he just makes the wildest videos ever. <clears throat> like he'll go sit in a like in a how do you say it in a why in like one of these coffins underground for five days that's wow. crazy <laughs> or he goes like survive for a week in, in in the north pole things like that 
Okay. And then like just he does crazy stuff. Well, he's extreme. Okay. But what he also does is that a lot of the proceedings. So, so he has the most subscribers on YouTube of any channel, oh, and wow. he makes millions of dollars with that because he has huge sponsors and so many subscribers. He makes so much money, and a lot of it he gives a he gives it away. Like he'll go into a university and talk to a regular student, say, "Hey, do you have student debt? How much? I'll pay for it." Wow. Or go to another student. Hey, you have student debt? How much? I'll pay for it. Jeez. So, m giving money away to people is popular, and that gives him even more subscribers. So, for him, it's like an investment into the channel. And yeah, there's no stopping that guy. Yeah, it's almost like a like an inverted Ponzi scheme. You like, yeah. you're yeah. like, your <laughs> generosity. And, yeah. and I mean that in a healthy way. I know Ponzi schemes are probably, I mean, I think most people think Ponzi schemes are terrible. And right. I think I think almost all of them are. I don't, I don't know a good one, but but yeah, like, yeah. Being outrageously generous, then you get, you get more of a following and allows you to be but you continuously do generous. But you, cool. exactly. You do yeah. good things with your money, right? Right, right. And then to grow your, to invest it in your channel, to grow the the number of subscribers is not a bad thing. It's business, right? Yeah. But also, like you can then give more money away. So yeah, it is sort of a like what you say, an inverted Ponzi, but in a in a good way. Right? Yeah, like a like a philanthropic Ponzi scheme. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what's but hey, I'm I'm gonna start giving away fifty bucks to someone one day when I make my first paycheck from YouTube, and that'll mm. probably be a, a year from now. So that'll be awesome. Yeah. Be how does cool. the how does the back end YouTube stuff work? When like what? How many subscribers or views? So you, you need, need a, to yeah, you need a thousand a thousand subscribers to start monetizing your channel. Okay. So right now I have a hundred and six, I think. Okay. And you're, you're coming along. Yeah. You said I'll get two that months, one day. right? There was two months, but I'm s sort of like like the first two weeks. I was like with three subscribers for four for weeks. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of starting to pick up. Well, I do imagine it, it kind of gets exponential, right? Because now you originally had Eventually. three people, three people sharing your videos, and now you have 106 people sharing your videos. Right. If you know, so it exponential. Probably. I'm not sure, but it is growing faster now than it was in the beginning. Yeah. So maybe you're right, actually. Maybe that eventually does become exponential, huh? But I, I told myself like, okay, let's invest because like, yeah, I have three cameras, then I have the microphones and all the cables and the battery and stuff, and then yeah. the editing software. I think I invested like maybe two thousand bucks. That's pretty awesome. So, and I told myself I'm gonna do this for one year and see what happens. It's for fun. I'm also ready that it's going to be a failure and that's not going to work and then I'm just going to sell everything or give it to my kids or whatever. Um, well, yeah, I think that's but, smart. I mean, she was shot, right? It yeah, can, well, it can let's turn out see. to be amazing. It can turn out to be pretty darn good or worst case scenario, it's, it's, it's been a, you know, oh. it's been an awesome experience. So, experience. yeah, oh no, that, that yeah. in that regard, it's already a success. It's been uh, awesome already. Because it forces me to talk, and we're have oh shit, oh, talk too much. And it uh, forces you to have a conversation, which is nice. Right. Um, otherwise, we may be, uh, you may be on the phone, and I may be uh, just twiddling my thumbs while driving. Yeah, um, yeah, that is. I mean, that is the typical Lyft and Uber experience. Right. You know, exactly. Right. Nothing wrong with that, but yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? We're in the right car. Perfect. I'll look at my phone, and you drive and. So what time is your flight? Because this is stupid of me. Uh, I wouldn't sweat. My flight I think leaves at eight forty. Eight forty. So I was gonna get to the airport two hours in advance just to just to be a little bit safe. Let's see, it's uh, six, almost eight forty. Oh yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. There will be some traffic along the way, but most of it's starting to clear up right now. Good. So. Yeah, that get there a little early. Worst case scenario, I'll get a, I'll go get a sandwich or something. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. No. And it already recalculated, but I know it's completely jam-packed over there, so... Oh, it is? That's just, yeah. It's still gonna be faster. And uh, what was actually interesting also is that um, 
once I had a, a woman in the car, she was like barely dressed, so that uh, video became very popular <laughs> for some reason. But what she was, was this? was actually this like a... she was very smart and very educated. <clears throat> it was a very interesting conversation. She was just yeah I don't know maybe she came from the gym or something I don't remember but that one video just not only became one popular video but it boosted the whole channel right all my videos became more popular after that one video it's really weird how that works what's it what's what are your videos like like because you said you have some editing software so I'm probably gonna be in the car with you for an hour or maybe even a hair more yeah, is so our video like, going to be an hour? Is it going to be like 25 minutes? Is it going to be... Yeah, that eight? depends, right? Right. So like, if we're talking for an hour, I'll just upload the whole thing. If like at a certain point we're both tired or whatever, or you get phone calls, or you're... Yeah, like with, especially with private phone calls, I cut those out. Okay, and if there's so, yeah. long silences, I'll cut those out. And right. then whatever is left, uh, I'll publish. Um, yeah, and uh, usually what I do is uh, the moment the door opens, the person gets in because the camera is just rolling anyway. Right. Um, so I have a right to to record in my car, but I don't have a right to publish without permission. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, this is like a, a public space. Um, that's funny, right? Because this is my private car, but like when you drive for Uber, it's a public space. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, double-edged sword there. And then, um, and then yeah, whatever is left, I'll uh, I'll publish it until the door closes and you're out. And then that's basically uh, that's that's it. And then what I do is, oh, I mix because satellite over the seat next to you because this camera takes the whole cabin. Mm -hmm. And then I'll put the front camera on top of your seat, on the seat next to you. And then sometimes I mix m my image in it as well. Not always, but yeah, okay. I'm just playing with that. Yeah, just keeping it a little more, yeah. a little more diversity in the, in the vantage points. Yeah. So what do you do? Jeez, uh, I've got already Chris, no? Oh, uh, Charlie, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, you're good. Jeez, yeah. let me provide this up. Why did, why did Paige, uh, Order the rights for you. You don't have a uh, lift on your phone? No, I do. I was I was putzing around. We both had our phones out. Um, and uh, I was staying with her, her family. So her, her family rented a condo down there for, for a week. And and Paige and I are engaged. So, you know, I, I, I got invited down here to hang out with them. It was awesome. But I'm heading back home to finish the work week. And oh, you have to go back to the job. Yeah. And Paige is staying with her family. Exactly. So Paige took the full week off and I took an abbreviated week. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, so we, um, I don't know, I was like, no, it's fine, I'll order my own. She, she was going to drive me to the airport and then, um, and then decided, I, I, you know, I was like, oh, no, I can just, I can just order a car and then, anyway, she, she ordered this, <laughs> we were kind of trying to generously compete over who could order the car and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was C1. putzing around with Uber and I think she ordered you off Lyft yeah, it's and, and it, uh, it worked out so yeah uh, it can be tricky uh, on Marco Island to find a car it is yeah yeah sometimes like especially like after 9 p.m. this is all the cars took people to Naples and then Marco Island ends up with no with no Ubers or Lyfts right and then if you need a car it People from Naples will not pick up a ride in Marco Island because Makes it's too sense. far. Uh, the, unless it's a it's a far ride. Right, right. Um, yeah, unless it's really worth uh, worth the drive. It can be tricky sometimes. Yeah. Are you? Do you, do you kind of live in the Naples area? I live what? in Naples. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Nah, I already have heard good stuff, right? It's Sorry. Good. It's it's a good area. Nice place to live. Oh, it is pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Good, it, good. It's expensive. I bet. bet. That that's the that's the only issue I would say. But yeah, the beaches are gorgeous, and uh, yeah, except the occasional hurricane, of course. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How how was your place after after? Uh, yeah, we, we we escaped well. 
Um, the that. water didn't reach us almost, but it didn't, so. Scary. Yeah. You said you had a couple kids, or some, you have some kid, children? So we have three kids, yeah. Yeah. How old uh, are you? 24, 22, and 17. Okay. So you said, Paige is your fiance, so no kids yet. No kids yet, no. No. Nope. Any plans? Um, not, not like right around the corner. I think, I think at some point we'll have kids. Excited about that, but, but not. You would. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I we, we've talked about it. We'll, we'll have kids at some point, but we're not. Not ready yet. Yeah, so we're gonna get married, and our marriage is, or our wedding is, uh, like eighteen months away. Give or take. Oh, okay. okay. So we're we're not rushing down the aisle, and then once we tie the knot, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, have have children right away. I think we'll, we'll give it a few years. So. But if it's eighteen months away, it's a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, you just proposed not so long ago. Yeah, I proposed in December. So. Yeah, yeah, a few months ago. Yeah. So wow. we're, we um. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, because it is, I guess that is maybe a slightly long engagement, but uh, slightly. We were gonna do, yeah, yeah. We were gonna do for sure 2024, and we we're either gonna do uh, spring or fall in, in Minnesota, and we're gonna do the fall. So okay, I don't know. They run the numbers, and that's that's about a yeah 20 months after we got engaged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, but it's like you gotta plan it. Right. And then you have like work and studies. I don't know what you guys are doing, but it needs to fit somewhere. Yeah, we, we stay pretty busy. So, I mean, we're uh, planning it right now and it's off to a good start. Um, but, you Just know, I'm, gonna... I'm, glad, I'm glad we're not doing it. I'm glad we're not doing a six month engagement. I think, uh, I think uh, we'll kind of have a. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather take my time than rush it. So. Yeah. So it's gonna be a big uh, wedding. I think it'll be pretty big. I don't know, probably like 250 people or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty uh, big. Yeah, it'll be. So it'll that's be. like two families and all the friends and. Uh, exactly. Exactly. The neighbors. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, our both our both our parents are social. Like Paige is social. I'm social. So yeah, we're kind of you know it'll be it'll be fun to celebrate with a bunch of people. I'm excited. Really excited. I mean, my wedding was like about 50 people, but. Yeah, that's not a story. When did you get married? Uh, so my, we got married like 18 years ago. Yeah. And uh, but I was in Haiti, so I fell in love in uh, in Haiti. Oh no and, way. And uh, yeah, we were in touch for about two years, and then finally I decided to propose. She said yes, and then we got married within a couple of weeks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we we I was in a rush. <laughs> Yeah, because I thought, well, if I don't do it now, then somebody else can take her away. Right, right. And uh, yeah, best decision of my life for sure. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. And then the kids come, you know, and uh, yeah, that's uh, it. It doesn't get any better than that. It it is an up and down. Uh, it's like a roller coaster a little bit, you know, because. Many kids get really sick and to the hospital and things like that, mm -hmm. which can happen with anybody, right? Right. If it's your own kid, it's like nail-biting, nerve-wracking. Right, right. And so, plus, yeah, they don't teach you these things at school, so, yeah, how do you <laughs> raise your kids, you know, that is, you learn as you, as you go, yeah, you learn as you go, but it's, it's a beautiful thing, for sure. Yeah, that's what I hear. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, I'm physically able to have kids. I'm, I'm 100% on board. Um, you know, I hear, I have a couple of buddies who are, you know, got children who are less than a year old and they're, they're pretty low on sleep right now. Yeah. Um, but even they're like, hey, this is, this is awesome. This is scary. Yeah. This is worth it. And another, yeah, another scary, or another, yeah, it's also a little scary, but another thing is that, like, you, you get closer to your kids than to your wife, or to your... Oh, really? Yeah, because you, your kids is your own blood. Right, right. And you feel them more, and you understand them better than your spouse, or your partner, because your, part, your partner is not your blood. 
this right. is basically a stranger yeah. that you fall in love with uh, but your kids is your own blood and that is a degree closer to the heart than a partner Makes of course sense. Uh, yeah and yeah my, my wife agrees with that as well and I yeah because I, if I look at her the kids are first and then me <laughs> Makes sense. in yeah. her decision-making right yep. first the kids kids are before anything else and then comes me and maybe even her own parents first before me <laughs> yeah you never because know. that's also your own blood right right yeah they're, they're and as long as you yeah and as long as you're close to your relatives um, yeah I, I don't know how else to explain that anyway right. you'll uh, one day I'll find out I hope so for you uh, brother. yeah what do you do actually um, I sell real estate. You sell real estate? Uh-huh. So you're loaded. No, no, no. Um, Not yet. I'm, you know, I'm fairly new to it. I'm three three years in, so. Okay, two years? Um, th th in my third year of, of third selling. Year. Okay. So, um, so how does that work? You know, um, that's a, I guess how it works is you, uh. You look around? Well, you unless, you're spending, unless you're spending your own money, you, you want to find people who, who need help either buying or selling. And, and buying, you just, you know, you, oh, yeah. you yeah. kind of you kind of try to give them every advantage they, they can get. So that's, you know, pairing them with the best type of uh, loan that, that kind of maximizes their buying power. Um, trying to understand what, what areas of, you know, I, I work in... Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, what area of the city are you looking for? What area of the that that the metro area are you looking for? And right. kind of try to just understand how we can maximize their experience. Whether that's, you know, I don't know. Each, each client's different, so you gotta you gotta be creative, which is which is great. It's it's refreshing. Each each client is brand new. Each client is, um, you know, their own snowflake. So it's it's good it's good in that regard, or it's great in that regard. Um, uh, and so, when you close a deal, you get a percentage? Right, exactly. How much is that? Like 5%? No, so, you know, if in Minnesota, we're a 6% market, which means the the buyer side and the seller side split 6%. So, so you got three? On average, it's three. three. The buyer side usually gets a little less, 2.7. So, uh, yeah, if I'm working with a buyer, maybe I'll get 2.7%. But that also goes to... That goes to my brokerage. That goes to my team. And that goes to Uncle Sam. So I maybe get like a like one percent. But still, if that's a million dollar home. You get ten thousand, ten grand. Yeah, yeah. It um, yeah. It, it's all it's all like your perspective. It can add up quick, or it, or it, it doesn't add up quick. It's all. So if you sell one home a month, you're doing pretty okay. If if these are decent decent homes. Yeah, but you know, in the Minnesota market's a little different than Florida. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's million dollar homes, but they're not on every block okay. of the state. All right. I'd say I think our our average uh, home sale price is like right around three fifty right now. So. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three fifty. That that'll get you a, a two bedroom apartment here in Naples. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's wild. It is wild. Well, well I mean, Florida's. Um, prodigious when it comes to real estate right now. I listen to some national real estate podcasts and I mean there just is so much investment money flooding down here and everyone wants their second home down here. They yeah. want to own an Airbnb in Florida. It's just, I mean it's a competitive place. I Part of that intrigues me and part of that you know, maybe a little too rich for my blood right now but um, But you, you, you're not looking around when you drive around here and then like, hey maybe I should do some business here in Florida as well because the market is hot or you just stick to your own area I mean I think I'm 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 a Minnesota guy like okay. I'm that's just my that's my because actually a lot of people from Minnesota do that thing which you just said they they'll buy a home here right as right. an investment mm -hmm. but then they are snowbirds so uh, the the winter they're here the summer they're over there right you go back and forth all the time yeah and the tax advantage is crazy you know, if they spend 51% of the year here, 
they they pay Florida taxes compared to Minnesota taxes. So, um, what's the difference? I think. Well, my understanding is you guys don't pay state income tax, right? And in Minnesota, we have state income tax. How much? Uh, I'm not totally sure. It depends person to person. Okay. Um, it's a scale. But I think yeah, it's. Yeah. But I think it's uh, what Florida, Texas, and Arizona are the three that don't do state income tax, which is, you know. Which is awesome, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm looking around. These roads are suitable. They got built somehow, so I don't know how you did it, but I don't know how they did it either. But yeah, but you guys are getting the job done. So. Uh, Maybe because there's a lot of cheap immigrants, and uh, the uh, the minimum wage is very low here. What is the minimum wage here? Uh, what is it? Like twelve? Twelve. Okay. If you, if you were making, a lot of uh, illegal immigrants get paid way less. They get like 10 or 8 per hour. That's so all those guys that are working in the fields, yeah. that are like uh, trimming the bushes and the grass and stuff, yeah. a lot of them are illegal immigrants. So they don't have papers and yeah, they'll take any, any hourly wage. And the nice thing is that those people want to stay out of trouble because as soon as they get caught, like if they do a misdemeanor or if they like speed or they do something wrong, they drink or whatever, yep. they get caught, they, they'll send them back to their country. Right. They don't want that. And so they are one of the best behaved people actually you can find. So they behave well, they're always hardworking, they work on time and work hard and for minimum, yeah, for less than minimum wage. Yeah, it's um, incredible. It's wild. But that makes your product, your your state very productive. You uh -huh. know, uh, maybe that that's how they do it. I don't know. Yeah, that might be. There's probably not a lot of illegal immigrants in uh, Minnesota. No, we are pretty. We're we're pretty far away from, um, you know, Mexico and the Central American countries. So. Right, right. And I don't think, I don't think, Canadians are crossing the border with the same motivation. So <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. No. Where if you were if you were making ten dollars an hour or even just minimum wage, where would you be living in Florida? I mean, what are your options? So you can live anywhere. Uh, you can also live here in Naples. Are but there it, cheap places in Naples where you could kind of rough it? So or? there's Laley and there's Golden Gate. I would say that are little cheaper neighborhoods but often what those families do they'll live like with two families in one house okay so they'll have like 10 people living in a house right and then uh half of them is working okay and then they they'll pay the rent like three thousand dollars a month but they'll pay for it all together all right so sense. that is one way of doing it there's not really cheap places and i must be honest that what people are talking about uh, what's also in the news is that the highways are getting clogged because everybody's moving out of Naples and those are the, the lower wage uh, people they're moving out they're going to Lehigh to Fort Myers and to uh, Cape Coral mm -hmm. and then they just drive down here to work right but that's clogging the the highways and that, that that's an issue what what Naples is having and then Naples is funny because uh, you have the in season and the out of season so Right now it's in season and it's super busy everywhere, but like in the summertime, it's nice and quiet. There's nobody on the road and everything is like, I don't know, it's quiet. What's up? It's real weird. What's the, what's the weather during the, during the summer, during the out of season? So the same, but just uh, twice as hot. Okay. So like now it's in the 80s, in the summer it's in the hundreds or in the 90s and in the hundreds, but it's real like humid. Yeah, okay. So you step outside and you start to sweat. It's done, just immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't do nothing. You, you're outside, you start to sweat. And so like, I always say like in Minnesota, you stay in, indoors in the winter. Mm -hmm. And here you stay indoors in the summer. Right, right. You know? Funny yeah. how that goes. I it? still go running, but like in the early morning at the crack, crack, in the crack of dawn. Right. Like before sunrise, I'll, I'll I'll run then, and then I'm still like sweating like crazy because it's still in the 80s. Wow! So uh, so when it's dark out, it's been dark yeah. out for six or eight hours. It's still in the 80s. That's, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, 
it's not too pleasant, but uh, I still prefer the heat over the cold, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm obviously from Minnesota, dealt with plenty of cold, and I'm fine with it. I tolerate it pretty well. Yeah. But I think I am. I think I'm with you. I'd prefer heat over cold. Yeah. Uh, but can I ask, what do you drive at home? Uh, a Nissan Sentra. Sentra. Oh yeah, that's a nice. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm a simple guy. It's not, nothing fancy, but not uh, yet. So, how many homes do you sell uh, per month? Like three, four, five, ten? No, less than that. Like maybe uh, I'd sell like 15, 15 to twenty a year. So, twenty a year. Let's say two a month, maybe. Yeah, yeah give or take one to two a month. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So, and and does that grow as you? Gain more experience. How, where do you? How do you find your customers? They'll find you online, like on Zelle and these apps where you sign up, or yeah, you get a little bit online. You um, are you, you try to network. You try to you yeah. try to kind of. I mean, ideally, your your business will will kind of grow. That we were talking about your uh, your YouTube uh, subscribers uh-huh. kind of growing exponentially. Not not you know not. Anyway, your your business in real estate should compound a little bit. Um, you know, if you're doing a good job for people, they'll tell people about you. Yeah. yeah. You're you're networking. You're doing open houses. You're advertising. That should continue to draw people in consistently. Um, but yeah. once you get people in, you should hopefully take great care of them. They, you know, want to work with you again, and they also maybe tell some people about you, and that's how it. It's where you see growth. So. Do you have a work email? You want me to put your work email on the on the video or not? Um, sure, why not? Yeah. You never know. Yeah, yeah, it can't hurt. Yeah, oh, do you have a website or? Yeah, I'll throw the work email in there. Um, okay. Hey, people, if you look uh, looking for a home in Minnesota, call Charlie. Because. Um, that's how it works. Uh, thanks, Mark. All right, man. Yep. In Holland, we have saying, "You never know how a cow catches a rabbit." Yeah, it's funny how the world works, isn't it? Right. You never know. Yeah. Mark, you're from the Netherlands. Met your wife in Haiti. When did you when did you move to to Haiti? How long were you there? Oh, well, we lived in uh, Haiti for six years. What did you Almost. think of it? Oh, uh, was, uh, was great. Yeah. Beautiful country, wonderful people, um, especially my in-laws. But just in general, Haitians are really warm and uh, nice people. Very friendly. Um, very strong family bonded and friendships are very important uh, to Haitians uh, but like safety wise it's just a disaster so there's so many kidnappings in Haiti that it's it's we had to we had to leave one day the uh, uh, son of my neighbor got kidnapped out of his house uh-huh. and so when I told my wife uh, we gotta go because uh, uh, it was just too unsafe and then because we have two American children they were born in Miami we uh, we came here oh they were born in Miami yeah is that coincidental or was that kind of uh, strategic just to give them flexibility with so it is a little bit too personal to explain everything oh my apologies no 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 problem I would happily explain to you but because the cameras are running I'm not gonna say this on YouTube so um but um, yeah, they were born in Miami, and so they are Americans, and so for them it was time to go to college. Oh, look at that sunset! Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. Time to go to college, and uh, and we needed to leave Haiti, and so that's why we came here. Mm-hmm. You know, because they are Americans. Yeah, and then you should you should study also in the U.S. I mean, they could study in my country, 
or because they're American, it's just so much more expensive to study in my country for them. That makes sense, yeah. Right, and here you got your FAFSA and things like that. Right. Are they are they dual citizens or are they just Americans? Are they, are they like are they Haitian Americans? Are they? You, you said you're from the Netherlands, right? Right. So they could have dual citizenship, but we figured like because they were born in Miami, they're Americans, and we just leave it at that. Okay. Well, there's really no use in having the Dutch and the American nationality or Haitian, and yeah. um, you know the Haitian nationality is not like. Doesn't give you any social benefits or travel benefits, right? And to be American is pretty awesome, you know. So that makes sense. Wow, you sure did pick a good time to drive. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, pretty. And there's this sort of this weird glow like I don't know this sort of a cloudiness in the sky I'm not sure what that is you think that is smoke from fires or something oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah but, you know I've been here uh, I got in on Sunday so this is my fourth ish sunset okay. that I've seen and, and the first three were like perfectly cloudless they're still really beautiful, but um, we were at the beach today. We were looking at the clouds, and there, there, I mean, there wasn't a lot of clouds, but there was at least some. And we were excited about, you know, that should actually make for a better sunset. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you, you see on the horizon that there's some sort of a cloudiness to the sky. Yeah, I do. But it's like not normal white clouds. It's like this, like yellowish color. Right. It's just as if there's a fire somewhere. I'm not sure what that is. Or maybe I'm just seeing things. But anyway, Charlie, so that was your first time here or no? Yeah, I've been to Florida maybe, I don't know. Um, I went with my fiance's family last year. But I think as a kid, I'd probably been to Florida Four times or four times, okay. maybe more than that. I mean, and where did you go? Uh, been to Boca Grande. Um, been to Marco now twice. Uh, this is a Fort Fort Lauderdale area at one point. Okay. Uh, been to SeaWorld, Is that Orlando? Yeah, that's been, Orlando. Yeah. Been to Orlando. Oh, I would love to go there. His, they have dolphins and everything. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, that, that is cool. Good um, blanket. One other. I think one other time. We're probably. I don't know. Just some Minnesotans looking for a beach. You know, nothing fancy. Yeah. But. So and and how did you meet uh, Paige? We uh, we worked up at a camp together, so it's kind of oh okay yeah yeah worked up there, and by the end of the summer what kind of camp was that? Like a like, uh, small children camp or yeah it was a uh, camp a uh, little like five hours north of the Twin Cities. Okay. Five hours north of Minneapolis, so it's kind of out in the woods. It's not one of those, you know, intense backpacking camps where you where you're like out in the woods pitching tents for weeks at a time. It's like one campus where you just go. You're on a lake campsite. Yeah, get a wholesome time. So you stay in a cabin. It's it's comfortable enough. Um, but we worked up there, and again, we're you know we're a good fit. She's uh she's amazing and and fun and low key and and. Really enjoy that, so we're. I don't know. We're dating about four years. Uh, when I, when I've been dating four years, uh huh. Uh -huh. So we got, got some reps under our belt, we're on, we're on track. Yeah, I can imagine that a camp does that to you. Yeah, I think it's, a, I think it's a really good environment because you kind of see when you're working with someone that that job is, you know, it's around the clock, right? So you see them, you see them see when them they're having fun, you right. see them when they're. Exhausted. You see them when they're a little, maybe a little worn out. 
a little a little emotionally worn out. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. full summer up there will do that to everyone. And, Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're the leaders, then uh, you sort of depend on each other. Exactly. For support. Yep. But it's also like a lot of good times. Right. And so that's usually when people shine, and that's definitely when uh, you start noticing people. I yeah. can imagine. Yeah, yeah, it, it is funny. And it all just kind of falls into place. So, uh, I don't know. We, uh, hey. Yeah. Um, can I ask uh, what is Paige doing? So she uh, she works for a marketing agency out of out of Minneapolis. Marketing agency. Yeah. And so what do they do? Um, well, they do a, they try to do a bunch of things for for different clients. It's strategic marketing. But what Paige's role is, she'll uh, kind of run analytics on our clients' websites and help them understand what's uh, working so effectively and what isn't. She and, does. and optimizing their websites. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a profession for sure. Yeah, I mean you need that, right? You know. So she, she uses like Google Analytics or something, or I'm, I'm sure she uses a, a decent amount of that. And then I think they have some pr- propi- proprietary, uh, okay. you know, data coming in, and and uh, yeah. So it seems like I don't know. Her company, her company seems to be growing, growing pretty quick, and. Nice. She works hard, but she likes it a lot. So she works from home or? Mostly from home. They have a cool, a pretty cool office in Minneapolis. But they're, you know, they're, as long as people are getting their work done, they don't need to come into the office. But they but they have a, yeah, good, a good setup. It's, it's a, um, yeah, fun, I think, I, I think she likes her job a lot. Fun place to work. I suppose that you also work from home, no? I try to get in the office almost uh, every day, Monday through Friday, just okay. to, just to kind of be in the thick of it. You know, you kind of you kind of learn of certain. I don't know. You, you, you kind of stumble upon things in the office. Maybe maybe a colleague of yours is has an off market property that that you that suits one of your buyers, and something falls into place there. Or you, yeah. You know, you just hear some. I don't know. It's it's nice to kind of have a little be a part of the churn and, and oh, yeah. hear what other people other people's concerns are or what other people are excited about. And uh, right. yeah, it's, it's nicer to work in the office. Really, I right. used to work in the office, but now it's all from home. It's sort of boring. Right, right. It's you know, it's it's a it's a gift and a curse. Um, exactly. Yeah. And I'll definitely I'll be a. You know, I, I don't work. I don't work like an eight to five in the office. I'll work. You know, some days three hours, some days yeah, ten hours. But usually, you know, somewhere between like five or six, get in the office, and sure. I'll be checking email when I wake up at home. You know, I have a cup of coffee, get some work done, and then right. and then head to the office. But um, I don't know. It's it's a good balance. I'm a pretty social guy, so I don't mind. Uh, kind of want to yeah. get out and see some people. So do you still play sports or? Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm a. I, I play like pickup basketball right now. Oh, a little bit of pickup soccer. Yeah. Pickup soccer. Yeah. What about oh, you? Nice. You. Uh... Yeah, I usually go running in the morning or swimming. Oh, nice. That's uh, my two uh, go-to sports. Never enough, of course. I'm always gonna do more, but. Right. I guess you grow older. Sometimes you get uh, hurt somewhere. Uh, like a calf muscle hurts or whatever, and then you have to skip a couple of days. But right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, as you grow older, it's a little bit more difficult. But um, yeah, I try to keep it up. I have a home trainer at home. Like you know, sometimes when there's not a lot of time, then I do half an hour on that. Awesome. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, no, no team sports. Uh, I've never been so much into team sports. I've tried it. Tried basketball. Tried soccer. Tried. Mm-hmm. Um, Mostly those, waterfall. Uh, anyway, but um, yeah, but running and swimming, I, I like that best. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that treats the body right. It's important. It is. It really is. You know. And uh, I smoked a part of my life, which I greatly regret. sort of diminishes your lung capacity and also the the way you can do sports 
I should have never done that, but uh, I was in my twenties and uh, stupid. Hey, maybe yeah, people do in their twenties. It's right there. The yeah. knuckleheads. Sorry. I said that's what people do in their twenties. They're knuckleheads. They, yeah, you know, exactly. You do things that are fun the moment. You don't know, totally realize the the ramifications. But where did you spend your twenties? Am I? Uh, I was in the Hague studying. I studied IT. Where is that? At, uh, University of Delft in uh, in the Netherlands. Oh, nice. I, I didn't graduate though because I started uh, sea sailing. So at some point I was more at sea than uh, on the uni in the university. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so yeah, That's another fun. stupid thing, but it was beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't you know, and uh, yeah, I don't regret that. But yeah, I did not graduate, so I guess in a way I regret it a little bit. Listen to me, you guys. Uh, please finish your diplomas first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how are your kids doing school-wise? Where are they? Yeah, they're doing good. Uh, my oldest son is studying uh, music production. Cool. But he's not such a study head. He's not like a guy uh, that wants to be uh, in the books all all the time. He he's more like hands-on and stuff. Yeah. So he takes courses at at the university and then you know uses that as an experience. Cool. I'm, yep. I'm not sure if he's gonna finish, but let's see. Yeah, maybe he will. But he he really likes uh, music and so, yeah. And then my daughter, she's uh, studying uh, wildlife preservation in, uh, in uh, Colorado. Sweet. Uh, state, yep. That's yeah, she's always like into animals and nature. And, that's awesome. Yeah. You can do that and get paid. That's the after uh, after her grandma who has a who has a farm. So, huh? Look at that, eh? It's pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 Gorgeous state. And then uh, we have the youngest son. Uh, he lives with us, and he is. Uh, yeah, going to high school. So he's a, he's a soccer uh, fanatic. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, cool. You know, at school on the, in, the, in the travel club. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's great to to support him and uh, you know be busy with that and drive him around and things like that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just a way to spend time to, together. But he's so fanatic that he he would love to play soccer in in college or in the university later. Mm -hmm. So let's see if we can find him a team. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, good for him. I just hope uh, it will not be a team in Alaska or something. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It'd be brutal. It might not be worth the trip. Have you ever played sports in the university or not? Yeah, I played on a club rugby team at the University of Minnesota, but. But it's club, so that's You not. did rugby? Mm-hmm. And that's not a very popular sport, is it? No, not in America. Uh, not here. Uh, how, how did you get into that? I played a, my, uh, played a couple years in high school. In my high dad, school? Yeah. Rugby in high school? Yeah, there's, there's at least in Minnesota, in some states, there's a little bit of, huh. a little bit of rugby in high school. And, uh, my dad played a ways back and loved it, so he was... Kind of always in my ear, yeah, encouraging yeah, yeah, me yeah. to do it. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, and then you know the University of Minnesota our club team was like pretty com pretty competitive. So you know it was there was a guys from my high school were going to University of Minnesota to play. It was a nice little pipeline. So we were I, I was always excited to that and drawn to that. And, um, so I don't know. It, it, it's kind of the perfect balancer in college, where it's not a, it wasn't, was far from a varsity sport, but it was something that was active and, you know, kind of kept you, kept you busy and kept you, yeah, yeah. kept you, you know, active and moving and healthy and, yeah, yeah. you know, still had plenty of fun in college, but it was nice to, it was nice to 
just have, should, a, have yeah. a, something to participate in. So. Exactly. So is rugby, is that tougher than American football or? Uh, I don't know. It depends on who's playing, right? Um, I mean, have you played American football as well or not? You know, actually, I never have played tackle football. I was playing soccer in high school, and those seasons overlapped. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like I'm, I'm pretty stocky, so I think my build would have like, I don't know, I would have, I don't know, kind of, my body's built for a little bit of contact, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're both, they both could be pretty darn tough and. American football, I think, might be at its peak can be more violent. But you have a little bit more padding, so I don't know. It's great. Tough, tough. Yeah, it's more head banging, no? I think. Yeah. I think, I think at least it used to be. I, th I think they're trying to, you know, get as much head contact out of the sport due yeah. to you know all the injuries. So yeah, I don't know. There's a decent amount, of, you know. I think there's concussions in football and there's concussions in rugby. Yeah, bowling. They're, they're, they're kind of part of that. And probably the scariest thing going on in those sports. But. Rugby looks uh, pretty violent, though. Yeah, it is. It's a... Uh, I don't know. You step on a rugby field and everyone kind of knows, like, any moment, you know, you can get hit. So, so people are usually pretty self-aware and um, I don't know. You, you kind of you get through those games just fine if you're yeah. kind of keep your head on the swivel. But uh, I don't know anybody that plays rugby. It's a, in my knowledge, it's Australia, New Zealand, and England that play. Yeah. Uh, never heard of an American league or. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's. it's but it definitely exists in America. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a pro league. It's more semi-pro than pro. You know, if you if you're in the league, you probably still need to have a job. Yeah. But um, Charlie, you mind if I turn on the light? Oh no, go for it. What do you think? Like that. There we go. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. It's a. It's out there. It's just not. It's certainly not prevalent. But there's not like D1, D2 kind of level rugby teams in uh, in in universities. I think so. I think I graduated college not quite ten years ago, but been a little while. Um, but I think there's some there's some D1 programs. Oh, okay. And then the next level would be like D1 club teams. So, okay. um, but there's so no pros. There's no there's a there's a pro there's a pro league but it's you know like where an NBA player makes I don't know anywhere from like five to fifty million I think a a rugby player a pro rugby player in America is probably making uh, somewhere between like twenty five and one hundred twenty five thousand like it's just you know they're making well, I think sell these money but it, it's not really. Right, I think some of them, you know, probably still work jobs on the side and things like that. But um, so I don't know. It's, it's a it's a developing league. But it's not something uh, that you uh, aspired. No, I mean, you 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 know, I was a decent player, but I that wouldn't have been. But I had to do a lot of work to get into that league, and even then, still probably wouldn't have had the just the natural ability. That's all right. So in Minnesota, what kind of what do you do for fun? Because there's, is there skiing out of mountains? No. There's not full-fledged mountains. There's a couple, there's a couple places that, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely not like the Colorado scene, but there's a couple places a ways out of the city that are decent at okay. for skiing. Um, have you, so we have don't, you done it? Um, have you skied? I haven't been skiing since I was like oh, 21. Really? Okay. And I was in I was in Europe, so I don't I don't ski often. I can I can ski, but I don't ski often. Um, what about you? You? Yeah, I tried it for three days. Yeah. I was in Switzerland, and uh, was more with my nose in the snow than anything else. <laughs> uh, I wasn't very good at it, but I loved it anyway. It was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, just a good time with friends, you know. Yeah. And, it is uh, a good time. I hear that my daughter is awesome on the skis, so. 
like to see some videos of yeah. that one day, but uh, yeah, skiing is a lot of fun. And then also afterwards, you know, after a day uh, in the snow, then uh, you know everybody gets together, having a beer or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, but, I love yeah. No I snow, love uh, no uh, snow in Florida. Yeah. So what else do you do? Do you uh, like maybe? Uh, with Minnesota, there's also like at the lakes, right? Right, so in the summer, you know, we have a, a high number of lakes. I think Florida has plenty of lakes too, though, so I don't know if this is not with the Florida. Yeah, I so, yeah. But, um, you know, most people have cabins on the lake, and you go, you go stay at a cabin for, you know, a night or two or three, and you, you, you hang out on the lake, you, you might take a boat out, go water skiing or two in, um, have some drinks at night, uh, make a make a campfire, just, you know, kind of just take it easy. So it's just an excuse to get people together. So people own cabins? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you have one too? My, uh, my mom's side of the family has one. It's split a bunch, a amongst a bunch of people. Um, oh yeah, that's a nice way of doing but, it, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I, you know, I would share. Yeah, it, I think it's I think it's smart. It's probably the only way to do it, right? Um, yeah, right. Rather than you know, because I wouldn't want to be up at the cabin all summer. I'd love to go up there a couple times and have a great time. But there's, like, I, you know, I live in Minneapolis and there's plenty of fun stuff to do there. Just normal, normal things. Probably like oh, what yeah. anyone do in Florida. You know, like yeah, go get some food, have some drinks. Yeah, boating. Um, boating is big here. Fishing. Yeah. Uh, the other water sports are really big here. We can do a little bit of that in Minneapolis because there are some city lakes, but it's maybe not quite as big as, as Florida, I would Probably, guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what do you do in the winter, though? Winter, um, yeah. can't you do it? Yeah. A bunch of my buddies will cross country ski. Um, oh, they do? My, yeah, my fiance does it too. I, I haven't I haven't done it yet. I'm a, you know. Is that, like, is that called Langlaufen? Langlaufen? I'm not sure. Uh, cross country right. skiing. It's flat, right? It's not. Yes, yeah, yeah flat, yeah. flat skiing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, some people do that. Um, some people ice fish. It's also not me. Ice fish? How does that work? Um, it's like put a. drill holes in the ice, put some bait down there. Um, and, and a lot of people kind of put like a a hut around themselves oh yeah on so the ice yeah and so you're, you're just sitting in a warm room on the ice huh again some people do it to fish some people do it for an excuse to drink it's kind of a it's whatever you want to make of it <laughs> I mean, um, everything is in life is always an excuse to drink right you, yeah you can turn anything into an excuse yeah. to drink um yeah for better for well, i can see that yeah i can see that being fun i mean in your little hut on the ice exactly. fishing and drinking sure yeah, why if you not? got the right crowd i'm sure it's a blast <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know i mean during the, during the winter i guess i i'm not outside quite as much so i just maybe maybe it's uh working a little more uh taking it easy at night a little more you know watching more movies yeah it's it's Good time of year to be mellow. And then the summer, Minneapolis is a good biking town, so just get on our bikes and kind of cruise around. If we, you know, uh, work day is done, let's go grab dinner on the other side of town. We'll bike there if we feel like it. It's a nice night. Uh, do you drive a motorbike? No, when I say bike, I mean just like a nice manually one. manually powered bike. Um, Have you ever driven a motorbike? No, I've only I've about? been on one one time. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't driving. Okay. I was. That was fairly yeah. scary. What about you? Do you do you have any? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Been been. I I drove motorbikes. Started driving motorbikes uh, in my thirties. Oh yeah. And I first in the Netherlands, and then in uh, Mexico I had a scooter. I lived in Mexico. I had a scooter. And then in Haiti it was a uh, like uh, off road. Yeah. Motorbike. Because that's better in Haiti, and I've here. So the funny thing is that here I bought a helmet and boots and a jacket and everything. I'm ready to go, uh -huh. but I ran out of money. <laughs> so I rented a motorbike once. That was awesome. That was a Harley. I discovered that a Harley is not for me. Those are big, right? Yeah, man. But they're just not comfortable on the highway. It's too much noise for me. 
but they're awesome, they're beautiful. I love the sound, I love the smell. I, it's just not for me. Um, you know, I mean, you don't have a Harley, you gotta have big muscles and a leather jacket and a long gray beard yeah, kind yeah. of thing. A lot of tattoos, too. and I just don't have any of that. <laughs> so, I, it's, people are gonna laugh me on Harley. You know, it's not gonna work. Anyway. It wouldn't be my but, uh, either. I, I can't pull it off either. But I do love riding a motorbike. Um, in the in the US though, I would be a little bit scared. The way people are driving you sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, does not seem to be a lot of respect for motorbikes at times. Um, yeah. Plus then in Florida, it's all crazy. Like they don't wear helmets. Uh, yeah, which is wow. absolutely crazy to me. Um, but maybe like, you're gonna be a boiled egg if you use a helmet with this kind of like when it's 100 degrees outside. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Uh, good point. <laughs> yeah. You gotta pick your time of day, or time of season. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Well, but um, yeah, maybe in the future again. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Another dream of me in the U.S. it would be uh, to have an RV or rent an RV and go like. I guess cross-country camping in an RV kind of thing. Yeah, any place in particular or just everywhere? Everywhere. Take you know? the RV. Yeah, I mean, there's so many national parks here. Yeah. I, I went to Yellowstone once. Oh, cool, That was yeah. just so beautiful. This blew my mind. It was just amazing. Yeah. Was so beautiful with all the wildlife and all the, the bisons and the... We didn't see any wolves. Oh, actually, did we? I don't remember, but... And... Uh, yeah, deer and, and all the animals. It was just beautiful. I and, bet. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Have you yeah, been to any national parks? Yeah, I've been to uh, Grand Tetons in Yellowstone. Um, uh, the Tetons, those are those mountains? I think so. I I, I can't, I don't, I don't have my national parks memorized, but, but yeah. I, I um, what's the one by Jackson Hole? Is it? I think there's... Oh. No, I went, went out to Jackson Hole, okay. Wyoming, and, um, and we kind of took some day trips from there. Yeah, I think that those are the 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 the, the, the Tetons. How do yeah, you call I think Grand the Tetons, Tetons, and then and then Tetons. and then we were in Yellowstone for a little bit because I think those parks are sort of close. Yeah, yeah, I think they I think they might even rub right up against each other. Um, what's and Yellowstone the, is amazing, eh? Yeah, yeah, Yellowstone's oh, awesome. Man. What's the one in South South Dakota? I think it's the 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 Badlands or the the Black Hills or something. I don't, man, I don't know. It's not mm -hmm. my lane, but but went went out there one time too. I was I was really pretty. Uh, Have you been here into the Everglades? Never been. Are they amazing? Right. What's it? What's it like? Well, I mean, if. It, it's sort of like a little bit boring maybe, but maybe like with an airboat could be fun. I haven't done it myself yet. I mean... The airboat sounds awesome. The airboat is a lot of fun. You see yeah. it on TV, you're like, oh, it just is... Yeah, it's sort of spectacular, but I've been like, there's these boardwalks here and there. There's like these parks that have a boardwalk. And then you walk through like a 500 year old forest oh, wow. with, with water below you. So it's like swampy. Mm -hmm. And it's just like there's so much wildlife, like alligators and birds you've never seen in your life before, and the sounds of the insects and all of that. So this sort of like a, an immersive experience. Um, those parks, which is nice, but uh, I, I haven't done an airboat yet. Hey, so here we are arriving. Geez, did we really talk for 50 minutes? My God. Yeah, we cracked that out. <laughs> Well, I'm just gonna go throw it out there and we'll see what happens. But um, <laughs> yeah. what what airline are you uh, at? I believe Southwest. Southwest, okay. Uh -huh. Oh, it's nice talking to you, Charlie. Oh, you bet. Yeah, yeah. You're easy Mark. to talk to. I hope uh, you have a safe flight home. Is it a direct flight? Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I bet. I bet my eyes will. My eyes will close a little bit on that flight. Probably get a get a sandwich in me and, and then uh, and then yeah. Let's see, it's six thirty. Probably gonna do one more ride from here and then uh, I'm done too.
Let's see. Say again, what did you say? Southwest? Uh, Sun Country, my bad. I said Southwest, but I meant Sun Country, so I think I'm just right oh, here. Oh, that's right here, yeah. To me, that's potato, potato, I, but I... Obviously not the same. I'll have to put it over there, okay? Yeah, it'll work great. Thanks for getting me here nice and quick. Yep. All right, Charlie. All right, Mark, you have a good one. I'll yeah. uh, I'll uh, I'll check you out online. Looking All forward right. to it. All right, subscribe. We'll do. All right, man. Thanks, Mark. All right, take care.